Well, you know what I think. I'm a Christian. I'm not going to deny that. I do want everyone to feel comfortable, and that's why I'd like to talk to you about Jesus. Please do not go religious. Somebody's going to hell over there. He better not. Even the devil will speak the truth for, for his own purposes. This is war. Accept it. Back to Jerusalem podcast. Yeah, I'm back, and I'm armed with righteousness. With your host, Eugene Bach. He just seems like he's got it all figured out. He's a righteous dude. Yep. Hello and welcome to another Back to Jerusalem podcast. I'm Eugene Bach, your host for this time, and I'm coming to you live on delay from somewhere on the border of North Korea. This is a follow-up podcast. I haven't gone anywhere. I haven't changed positions. I'm still in an area just on the border of North Korea where I spent the afternoon uh, walking along the border. I can actually see where I'm at from where I'm at right now. I can see housing um, I can see the river flowing in front of me between China and North Korea. And I just want to take a few minutes to thank those that have been praying for our teams inside of North Korea, praying for the Back to Jerusalem missionaries. And for those of you that are gatekeepers, I want to say a special thank you to you. I know that you are giving every month. I know that you are praying every month for the Back to Jerusalem missionaries. We have been sending special prayer requests and updates only to you. Because I know that you are directly invested. I know that there are other people that may not be financially involved that are also praying for us every day. But by that financial gift that you're giving every month, there's something special about that that tells me that your heart is just a little bit deeper into what we are doing. There is at least a certain level of commitment that something has happened inside of you. God has moved inside of you and said, I want to be a part of this ministry. My hope is we don't screw it up. I I hope that we can maintain your trust and your partnership. Now, I need to tell you that the people that we serve are so much more worthy of doing this kind of work than I am. I screw up a lot of things. And I make a lot of bad decisions and I really am humbled that people from all over the world, for whatever reason, we're a small ministry. We're not big at all. We serve a vision that is so much bigger than what we are. Back to Jerusalem, those of you that have heard me share about this before, is so much bigger as a vision than our organization There are people that are working on a Back to Jerusalem vision that have nothing to do with our organization. They're completely independent from us. Assemblies of God, they have their Back to Jerusalem vision. The uh, IMB, the International Mission Board of the Southern Baptists, they have their Back to Jerusalem vision. There are different representatives around the world. In fact, if you go down, uh, if you go on to your phone and you try to go to your phone app and download Back to Jerusalem as an app, you'll find that there's a B2J prayer app that's all in Korean. It's not connected with us or not directly connected with us anyway. And I know that there's a lot of ministries out there, a lot of good ministries, a lot of ministries that have had a track record for many years, a lot of ministries that are a little bit more legit than we are in the way that, you know, they have big names that they are, that are behind them. They have, you know, great, um, Departments for filming uh, that that do filming and and photos and and uh, you know, I just sat down a couple weeks ago in in England together with a good friend of ours, um, and he basically pulled out our flyers, our newsletter, our books, our business cards, and then opened up our website and said, 
I've been looking at your stuff. Nothing really matches. Everything's kind of everywhere. It would be great if you guys could hone in and kind of get, you know, one solid voice. And, and I agreed with him. I mean, we have this garage band type of setup, but one of the things that we really try to do is, is work off of minimum budget. All of the people that we have traveling all around the world, working with back to Jerusalem, we only have one full-time employee. Everybody else is part-time. They, when I say part-time, they actually work full-time, but they are supported by other ministries, other churches. If you ever write to our office, you'll probably connect with someone named Tamara or Will. They're supported as missionaries. If you've ever traveled with us, you've been connected with Belinda. She's supported as a missionary. Me, I'm supported by a group that I can't really talk about because of my, my security situation inside of China. It's a part of my platform. But I have another group that actually takes care of my salary for me and my family. Volunteers help us with our office in the UK. Volunteers, a church, we're based out of a church in Canada, in Enderby, at Enderby Chapel in Canada. The pastor is behind this. His staff is behind this. In the US, we're attached to a gun shop, a gunsmith shop in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. These things help us to keep from starting up an empire because that's not how we operate. And we try to make sure that every penny possible can go to the field directly into the hands of our friends, people that I'm working with on a regular basis. And I feel so humbled that people like you that are listening to this podcast, that are gatekeepers, that are praying for us, partnering with us and financially supporting these efforts, I really do feel humbled. And I hope that we are able to maintain your trust. And I hope that we are able to maintain a certain level of integrity, which is not easy to be able to communicate what we do and how we do it because of security. But we got enough people around the world that have been moved by God. They feel a burden on their heart and they put their trust in this ministry. And, and for that, I'm, I'm incredibly grateful. So I wanted to do this podcast for you. Because as a follow-up on our last podcast, I was able to sit down with a group of Back to Jerusalem Chinese who had been working inside of North Korea. They came out. We had a small meeting inside of uh, China. And as we started talking, one of the guys told me about something that happened last week that I have to share with you. It's an amazing story for me because every time I see someone come to Christ inside of North Korea, it's a big deal. And one of the brothers that I'm working together with, his name is Mr. Wong. It's not his real name, but for this story, his name is Mr. Wong. And he said that he had one of his former employees come up to him at the business that they're running. And the former employee began to ask him questions about, you know, why he continued. The, the, the former employee had seen all the other businesses shut down and leave out. So she asked Mr. Wong, why are you still here? You know, you could, you could leave, but, but you haven't. And the two of them have built up a level of trust over the years. So Mr. Wong knew that he had a certain amount of trust built up with this lady that he used to hire. So he had a little bit more freedom to share about Christ. And so he shared about Jesus together with her. 
and he knew that it was very dangerous for her to hear about Jesus. But he did it. And that night, last week, she gave her heart to Christ. She returned back, brought her son and her husband to the shop. Her son was sick. He had a fever, which is a dangerous thing right now inside of China because you have, I'm sorry, inside of North Korea, because in North Korea, you don't have adequate medicine. You don't have adequate medical care and, and children are malnutritioned. So her little son has a fever. She doesn't know what it's connected to. They can't break it. They've tried all kinds of different ways. They can't pay for any medical attention. Even if they could, the medical services inside of North Korea are subpar. She had heard about the power of Jesus when Mr. Wong shared with her. So she brought the malnourished, feverish boy to Mr. Wong's shop. The disbelieving husband who was willing to try anything was tagging along but not really engaged in any way. The lady brings her son up to Mr. Wong and asks him, Can you call out to your God? See if he can save my son. Mr. Wong laid hands on her, laid hands on the child, and began to pray. When they were done praying, the fever had broke right then and there. You can believe it as a coincidence or not. You can believe that it happened or not. All I can tell you is that the young man who sat across from me and told me the story told me that both the wife and the husband, the mother and the father of the small child, thank Jesus right there. The husband became a believer. Now we're able to deliver Bibles or two Bibles to the two people who came to Christ. That's a big deal. That is a huge development for us inside of North Korea. Who knows who they will speak to after they leave from that shop? Who knows if they will become tomorrow's pastors preaching the gospel inside of North Korea and seeing amazing revivals? I do know one thing. I would not be. I believe that this would have happened with or without me. But I would not have been able to be personally involved in this situation and be a part of this story. A part that the family inside of North Korea will probably never know about. They will never know me, most likely. I will probably never meet them, most likely. I will probably never meet that child to confirm this story, most likely. But I know that I would not be a part of this story if it were not for people like you with the gatekeepers that are supporting us every single month. Some of you are giving $25 a month. Some of you are giving $100 a month. Some of you are giving more. Some of you have come, in, come together with your churches, and your churches are have actually become active sponsors and gatekeepers. And for that, we are extremely thankful. We have one church in Romania. Romania or the Czech Republic? Romania. That is supporting us every single month. As gatekeepers, as a church, they have come together and said, we know what's going on in these communist countries because we've come out of that. And now we want to be a part of helping those 
find salvation that are currently under the control of atheism. I pray that that testimony was as much of a blessing to you as it was for me. And I want to thank you for listening to this podcast that probably wasn't very easy to listen to because the quality of it's not very good and I'm sitting on the border of North Korea and I can't talk in a very loud voice. I'm hoping that my voice will be able to be amplified um, digitally so that you can hear it as I'm sitting here on the border of North Korea. Thank you so much for partnering together with us, for supporting Back to Jerusalem and praying for the efforts of those that are in the final frontier of missions. This has been another Back to Jerusalem podcast. Again, I'm Eugene Bach, coming to you live on delay from somewhere on the border of North Korea. God bless you.